in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God Amen. Good afternoon or good morning, Sharif. So after three months of not fasting, except of course Wednesday and Friday, we are going to start our new fast in a few days. And whenever the word fasting comes, many thoughts come to our mind. Some of us feel it's why? Why does it make a difference for God to eat meat or to eat food or koshari? Why I have to fast? Of course, every religion is telling us we fast to discipline our bodies, which is true. We can't deny it. Every religion is saying that we are fasting to know and to feel the burden of those who have no food to, to, to feed themselves or their families. All these things are very good. But what is the difference between our fast and the fast of any other religion? So today, we have only one title, one word we're going to discuss it together, fasting as feasting. Many of us are very concerned about the length of the fast. Many of us can say, this fast is not mine. I am focusing only on the length. Or even the length is too long. I will take only half of it or the last two, three weeks. Today, we are not discussing all these things, but we'll see the beauty and the need of the fast. Then you have a choice. Then you have a challenge at the very end to find out, is it really a feast to fast or just it's a burden now we have to change certain kinds of food to something else? So let me start with you from the beginning that to see that St. Athanasius is the one who is telling us fasting is feasting. In one of his homilies, we sing, Devils take great delight in fullness and drunkness and bodily comfort. Fasting possesses great power and it works glorious things. To fast is to banquet. Is to, to fast is to feast with the angels. So if we think in a positive way that we are going to feast with the angels, and I'm going to feast because I'm in need of this feast. This is what we are going to discuss in 15 minutes. And then you will read the words of Saint Cyril the Great, and we'll discuss it together. <clears throat> Let me think with you for a moment of the, how the church or how Saint Essential is telling us fasting is feasting. If you think just for skydiving, I just went to one of the websites here in Virginia, and this is what I found out. I'm reading exactly what I found in this website. For your first time skydiving, we typically recommend attendant skylight. Tandem skydiving allows you to experience the thrill of skydiving with no prior experience required. We will team you up with one of our highly experienced tandem skydiving instructors who will accompany you throughout your entire skydive. You don't need to have any experience. Of course, if you see it from in a video or in a clip, you will be very frightened to see that you are going to be by your own in the air. But here the key, we are offering the assurance that someone who has a very good experience is going to accompany you throughout your entire skydive. So you don't think of it. You don't need to feel afraid because someone knows it very well is going to take you step by step the whole journey. If this is can be offered in the world. Someone can tend them with you. Someone 
can take the responsibility of having the whole journey from whatever thousands of feet till you land in the earth. It's totally different because our, he is not only a tandem, he's more than that. He's going to unite us, not to be too close to us as his tandem. No, he will make us one with him. And here is exactly what Sincere is encouraging us. We are not going to try to be victorious. We are not going to fast to gain what we don't have. We are going to fast to claim what we have already. Every single word in this sermon, Sermon 12 by Sincere the Great, on the Gospel of St. Luke, which is chapter 4 of the Gospel of St. Luke, is telling us, now it is done. Now it's time for you to claim your victory. You are not here to listen or to know how to make your victory. You are here to enjoy and to claim your victory. Let me read with you these words of St. Cyril the Great. Having taken the form of a slave and being made in the likeness of men, for so did he as one of us. The key always in our theology, the key in our life that God became man. The second person of the Holy Trinity became man and took flesh like me and like you. Set himself as an avenger in our stead against the murderers and rebellious serpent who had brought sin upon us and thereby had caused corruption and death to reign over the dwellers upon earth. That we by his means is not a tendon. We by his means in him might gain the victory. So now the victory is done. He was first receiving the Holy Spirit on our behalf. Then he went into the wilderness to fast. And then he was victorious. Why? Again, that we by his means and in him might gain the victory. Now he is not attend on that he is having an experience. No, he has assured victory. And he is telling you and me, when you fast, you are celebrating you are feasting your victory that I have put in your own account. So when we think that I need a victory, so why I have to fast, why I was fasting three months ago, the fast of Virgin Mary, and before that the fast of the Apostle, because I'm still in the battle. Still many grounds in my life not gaining such victory. So when I am fasting, I am feasting my victory in Christ. This is the most beautiful part of the fast, that we are not gaining something, we are claiming what we have in Christ. We are not changing food, we are not abstaining only from food, we are not feeling the hunger of the poor and the needy, we are not disciplining our bodies only, we are doing all these things. But above all, we are claiming our own victory in the person of Christ. Saint Cyril is saying the same once more. You have a human nature, and this human nature is very weak. But Christ took your weak human nature. And now there's a conversion. This weak human nature who has no power, now the Holy Spirit came upon it. You received it in day one in your baptism. And now it's time to claim the victory of a weak human person who has the Holy Spirit and not tendon with Christ, but one in Christ in each and every Eucharist. Here again what he's saying. In very truth, there was no one of those upon earth who could rise up against his power. Very truthful statement. No one of us can stand before the enemy. 
But the sun rose up against him for himself. We know that the Son of God is more powerful and he can defeat him. And even St. Paul tells us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, he will destroy him with the breath of his mouth and contended with him, having been made like us. And therefore, as I said, human nature, you and me, as victorious in him wins the crown. So he gains the victory again for you and for me. That's why fasting became a feasting of our own gain, our own victory over the enemy. One last, talk, one last statement in the same sermon. Having left the habitations of cities, he dwelt in the desert. He's telling us about the Lord going to fast. There he fasted, being tempted to of Satan. There he gained victory in our behalf. How you can draw from this account of victory? It's your own fasting. So when we fast, we are feasting our own victory, our own newness of life, having the weak, weak nature, human nature, but the Holy Spirit is in me since day one, and now I'm enjoying a new journey of victory. So the main idea, or the main, the core of the theology of St. Cyril the Great, now you are not alone. You are defeated as a human nature, but Christ as a human nature, taking our human nature, made a victory not for himself, but for me and for you. How I can feast, how I can enjoy this victory by doing what he did through fasting and praying. That's why when even the Lord was told, why your disciples were not able to cast out demons? He said, this kind cannot come out by anything except prayer and fasting. He's telling you and me again, does the devil make, makes a difference for him to eat or not to eat, to drink or not drink? This is the way the Lord made the victory. And this is the way he is instilling this victory in my life and in your life. I will give you quick three examples about fasting and feasting. Each liturgy, you fast from midnight till the time of uh, communion or maybe nine hours if the liturgy in the feast or something like this. What does it mean? I'm fasting to feast the life of Christ. Every single time the church is presenting fasting, it, she tells me, now you are going to celebrate a feast. Every liturgy is a feast because I am celebrating the whole victory of the whole life of Christ. Before every feast, I am having a fast again to celebrate a reliving, full reliving of the whole life of Christ. Every Wednesday and Friday, we are celebrating the death and resurrection of Christ. And every Sunday, the resurrection of Christ. All these things tells me when you fast, you are feasting for your own victory. So find out why I'm going to fast this time. Find out why I'm going to go and to move on. I'm not going to compromise or to discuss, is it the whole fast or half of it or the last two weeks? I need it. I need to feast every day my own victory. Finally, from a practical point of view, three things you have to think of them. First of all, you are always making choices, the first C. What does it mean? You have to make a choice. Why am I going to fast this time? It's time to sit with your father of confession to find out a reason. A reason to feast in it. A weakness you need to be victorious in it. And now you have your more than tendon, Christ himself did it, and it's in your account. So make the right choice why and how I'm going to fast this year with your father of confession.
Second thing, make sure that you are going to face many challenges. We are not saying it's easy. We are not saying it's just a template, go in it and it is going to be done. No, it is a great challenge. That's why you need someone to lead you in this way. Be always in, 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 in connection and in contact with your father of confession to find out why I stopped here. Why I am not able to continue from this point. Why am I still defeated here? Why the victory has been assured already. The last thing is, we expect always a real change. He is calling us, as St. Paul said, always to be moving from glory to glory. In your fast, each fast in your life, it's a move towards heaven. It's a move towards the full stature of Christ. So find out your real choices this time. Accept the challenges and be careful that it is not easy, but it's doable by His grace because your the tendon or the more than tendon with you is more victorious, and in the end, there is a real change in your life. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Do you have any questions for what I have said now? Or you can start reading the passages and discuss together. Yes, please. Yes, when, I asking, when we say it is in my account, what does it mean? What do I have to do? Exactly, if someone is telling me now, in your account there is $50,000. I need a card to go and to start withdrawing from this account. The victory is already done, as St. Cyril was telling us, he was not in need to go into such temptation. He was not in need to be tempted, and he was not in need to be victorious because he is victorious. But now he did it for us. How I can withdraw from his account? By fasting and praying. So I have to believe first that by fasting and praying, I am receiving, I'm gaining, not gaining, claiming what is in my account. So if you go now to any ATM machine and you put your card, you are not gaining something. You are withdrawing from your own account. The same thing, when I fast and pray, when I do anything in the church, read the Bible, attend the liturgy, anything in, in all list of means of grace, I'm not making something new, I'm claiming what is put and done by Christ. Because we cannot add on anything that Jesus Christ has done. When he goes in the cross, it, it is finished, it is completed. Everything you need, I have put in your account. It's time for you to withdraw from this richness that Christ has done. What if I can't experience that victory? I fast and I'm trying to claim it, but I can't experience it. You can repeat the question. Yes. I wouldn't ask if I fasted many times in the past and I can't see this victory yet. So I have to stop. There's two things here. First of all, every single spiritual thing you do the Lord is doing something, but maybe the end result, you couldn't see, see it yet. If you imagine you have a, a, a glass of water, an empty glass of water, and you put it under a, a tap that is just dropping water, you are expecting the point of the overflow in this glass. But every drop, it makes a difference inside the glass. If you come after two hours and you feel that still one centimeter not filled in, said it's enough, I am bored, it is not going to be filled at all. It's a lie. 
And this is the lie that the devil is trying to attack us all. Because I am expecting one point of, in, in time that makes the overflow. Even if you will see it by your eyes, it is not this drop that makes the overflow. The overflow started with the first drop. So we believe that when we fast, when we pray, the Lord is working in us. <clears throat> I am claiming things in my, in my life. But still, it's a journey. When we decide to fast, or to pray, or to do anything in our life, it's a journey towards eternity, which means always victorious and always unlimited. So even if you think of yourself five years ago, you were in a, at a certain point. You cannot see exactly the difference in everything. You see the difference in two, three major things. But believe it or not, God is working in all your life. Maybe certain things stopped, some still on. It doesn't mean that I am still the same person. If I am doing all the or using all the means of grace joyfully and believing in what I am doing, God is doing mysteriously in me. And I, not, I cannot measure what he is doing because there is nothing spiritual to say after 10 liturgies, you will receive this. No. But in each liturgy, in each prayer, each time you open your Bible, the Lord is doing something in your life. You can't measure it, but we believe it with us. Okay. So on your tables, we have um, something from the commentary of St. Cyril on the Gospel of Luke. And you're going to look and you see certain parts are underlined. Those are the key focus points. I know a lot of us were not used to reading church fathers. And we might think that church fathers are a little bit heavy in their writing. I want you to read this slowly. You might need to read it slowly. And I want you to be able to try to understand what he's saying is taking place in your fasting. You see, a lot of people think like, ah, as soon as we say fasting, it's like, ah, oh, another one's coming. Fasting, as Abuna is teaching us, is feasting. Christ already accomplished something for us. And we are claiming everything that he accomplished through fasting. You can't have that victory Christ showed us that he was victorious, and you're going to see this in, this in this article here. You're going to see that Christ overcame Satan through fasting. So when you fast, that victory that Jesus had, you're going to see is going to start to work in your own life. And so fasting is a very, very important part of our, of our Christian life and our Orthodox life. Even now, Protestant churches are starting to write books about fasting. Uh, somebody actually put something on Facebook. It said something about uh, neuroscientists have discovered the benefits of fasting for our health and says that like our culture has like completely taught us that food is the way to, to healing. And actually science is starting to prove what our faith has already given us. And so if you have a struggle with fasting, there's three questions on the very bottom of the back, the back of the sheet that we're going to discuss in our groups. But maybe you can, if you feel like it's heavy, read the underlying parts. If you read it and you feel like there's certain things you don't understand or you need explaining, there's certain parts that are underlined that are the main phrases that, that are kind of highlighted in this message about fasting. So everybody take your form. Read it together. Read maybe a few paragraphs. If you feel like it's heavy, like I said, focused on the underlying parts. And then we'll discuss these three questions in the back. So you guys can go ahead and grab your sheets. If you don't have sheets, I think there's servants in the back that have, that have sheets. <laughs> 